Powered by Magic, where we discuss topics surrounding magic and common or not so common questions. Let's take this journey together. Hi, I'm Tatiana. And I'm Sylvia. And we are coming to you from Eugene, Oregon. We invite you to conjure up a broom and ride with us. Hey, so how are you doing? Pretty good. I had a little bit of a bad night last night because I have gallstones. But other than that, it's been a good good week, a good couple of weeks. I helped a friend with their graduation, took them back and forth to things, and we helped do a party for them. And they graduated yesterday, on Saturday. Congratulations to them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, what did she graduate for? Uh, computer science. I think the one she got was the game developer's degree. Wow. Sounds fun. Yeah. Other than that, I got an Oracle deck that I was thinking was gone because it was supposed to come to my house and I gave them the wrong address and apparently somebody sent it back and the person that I was supposed to get it from originally rewrote the right number and sent it back to me. Oh, that's what happened. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah, you asked me earlier if I remembered the circumstance, and now that you're explaining it, I totally remember. Yeah. Okay. I had pretty much given it up for gone. Yeah. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I've gotten into uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, which is an MMORPG, kind of like ESO. Very fun. I love Final Fantasy, so I love the lore that's in it. It's got a great storyline so far. And yeah, I've been playing that and ESO, and so I've been splitting my time between the two. So it like makes it a little harder to level up characters when you have two different games that you're spending time on. But it's been a lot of fun. And my brother seems to like it too, so we've played a little bit together. That's nice. Yeah. And then talking about ESO, I just remembered they just dropped a new expansion. Me and my brother have been playing through that together. It kind of sucks because we only play it when we're together. Last night he wanted to stop and I'm like, oh my God, I want to play so much. Oh, that's tough. It's like watching a TV show that you want to keep going and the other person isn't ready to keep going. Yes. It just kills you. Yeah. But I am enjoying spending time with him and learning the new lore. It's been a lot of fun. Great. How about you? Well, I've been having trouble with my cat, which I have shared plenty with you know you Mm -hmm. but he is I'm suspecting he may have pica we're not sure exactly about that we're not sure what's going on with him it's been going on for weeks yeah uh for those who don't know what pica is what is it it's a behavioral or what was the word I used earlier Um, physiological mm -hmm. disorder when a person or animal eats anything pretty much anything. They can eat paper clips, they can eat plastic, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, and it's just stuff that isn't actually food. Right, exactly, with inappropriate items, which can cause, obviously, a lot of problems. Yeah. And it is known for humans. I have heard of it once before for a cat that I used to pet sit. Mm-hmm. It is very, very difficult to deal with. That's what pica is. I think he has something stuck in his stomach right now, but we haven't been able to actually verify that. 
we're kind of in a guessing game stage right now. Mm. And I, it looks like I'll have to take him to a specialist, which is probably going to be very spendy. And he's already cost me a mint. He is the most expensive cat I have ever had. But, mm-hmm. you know, I love him dearly. What wouldn't yeah. you do? Yeah, exactly. Also, I took a business class for our business that we're working on starting, the Tarot Together. Mm-hmm. On that note, I actually did a tarot sale and did a reading that was a personalized reading. So excited. It's awesome. Yeah, it was really exciting. It was exciting to do it. We did not put on our site that we would do personalized readings. That was mostly because of me. You know, it ended up that this person's questions needed to be, yeah, specialized. Mm-hmm. So, and it seems like it's been helping her. She's been in contact with me a little bit about it. Unfortunately, on coffee which is the site that we're on for our tarot together, mm-hmm. does not have a place to put personalized reviews. Yeah. That's unfortunate. However, I'm hoping maybe I can get one from her in the email. And ah. Maybe I can post that on coffee. That would be cool. Anyway, that's pretty much what's been going on for me. Cool. Yeah, I was super excited when we got the tarot sale. It was It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's so exciting to see the number go up there. And now we're working with PayPal, which is a whole new frontier. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot to learn about that. You know, the business class is very interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot to learn there. The traditional business class may not really apply to us, but some of the information certainly will. Yeah, I am looking over it with Tatiana later. Yeah. And we can get some free counseling on it, too. Ooh, yeah. Something to take advantage of. Yes. (laughs) All right. We'll get started. We're going to go ahead and do the God Goddess. Today's God Goddess is Anya, spelled A-I-N-E. She is the Irish goddess of summer, wealth, sovereignty, fertility, and love. She is a young, beautiful, golden-haired goddess. Her duties are chooses rulers, watches cattle, livestock, and crops. Lineage is wife or daughter of Mananan MacLear, had two daughters, and possible sister to Grian. Now, her story that I have is the legend of Sean. Yeah, I'm not sure. The story we have is the legend of Sean, and I'm not going to try and pronounce the last name because... I have absolutely no idea how to try, but it is in the notes. This is the tale. Sean didn't lack for gold, since he was an excellent piper and was always invited to one party or another. He was looking over his cattle one day, his pipe with them, and was greeted by a lovely woman in white. He greeted her in return. She asked if he would play in a ball that evening, promising him gold if he did. He said if he went and it was far, his wife would be cross with him for weeks. The lady replied that she would wait for him there so that he could ask his wife and that it wasn't very far. He went back home and when he asked his wife, she was fearful since she had had a bad dream the night before, but he brushed it off and she let him go. He rushed back to the beautiful lady and joined her in her lovely carriage. They went through a wonderful countryside and soon came upon a large manor where he was quickly ushered into the ballroom. He played many tunes and fast they were so that the ballroom was awash with movement. He played many hours and in the morning he looked out the windows and sees fish there looking curiously in. 
but soon he's given money from the guests and a pouch of gold from the lady. Not long after, he fell asleep and woke up on the beach of the lake as the sun rose. He soon finds that all the money from the guests has turned to gorse, but the pouch of gold was still there. Again, he soon finds it never runs empty, and that is his legend. Hmm. Interesting facts. On the sixth night of the full moon, the people of Limerick would bring their sick people to the lake where Unya was supposed to live. If the sick were not healed in two or three days, it was said that Unya would play a certain song to comfort the dying. And her symbols are fairies, lakes, meadowsweet, and the sun. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Now, it's time for the superstition with Tatiana. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I do have a superstition, and it's about candles. It is kind of a broad strokes... Thing. Okay. I think I was doing about blowing out candles mostly. So that's what's in here. Okay. But I didn't find a lot of information about it mm. as, far, as to the whys or how. But I found out some of the actual traditions. Oh, so okay. That's what I'll cover. In ancient Greece, a candle was lit as an offering to the deities, but particularly to the moon goddess Ar- Artemis. Round cakes were made to symbolize the moon, and the candles were meant to reflect the moonlight. Count Ludwig von Zinzendorf, in Germany approximately 1746, put what we now know as birthday candles onto his lavish cakes for his large birthday party celebrations. He made sure to have one for each corresponding year. This tradition continued throughout Germany, often for religious reasons, where the candle symbolized the light of life. It's unknown as to where it began, but we are pretty much all familiar with the good luck that is assigned to blowing out all of your birthday candles at once, and a sign that your wish will come true, including good luck, for the remaining year. In some cases, it's believed that the smoke from a blown-out candle would take their wishes to the gods that live in the sky. The Celts believed leaving a candle in front of the doorway would help to guide lost souls home. English farmers would pass a lit candle around their hatching chicken eggs to protect them and bless them. Candles can be lit inside a jack-o'-lantern to ward off evil spirits or demons, thus providing protection for your home, as we often see, obviously, around Halloween or Samhain. The smoke from a candle would have the same effect. Blowing out a candle was considered to bring bad luck. Carrying it into a room with an invalid would herald the person's death. Also, if the smoke of a candle blew towards a church, it meant the same fate. If a spark shoots up from a candle, it's said that a letter will be arriving soon. A flame that jumps, suddenly, means that a neighbor has gossip to share. Another superstition regarding candles is if you look into a mirror in the dark with a lit candle, it would show you any ghosts that were in your home. When a candle would suddenly and mysteriously go out on its own, it meant that evil spirits were nearby. In more modern times, Wiccans believe that blowing out a candle offends the fire elements. So they usually will do it by using their fingers. Mm-hmm. Or a candle snuffer. Or a candle snuffer. Mm-hmm. The Christmas candle was not to be lit until supper. Lighting it too soon or being put out prematurely would bring bad luck. 
In Belgium, if an altar candle goes out of its own accord by no known cause, it means the minister of that church will die soon. However, if a candle goes out somewhere else in the church for no discernible reason, someone in the congregation will die. Hmm. Yeah, so a lot of it is bad luck. As we saw, there was some good luck in there as well. So it mm-hmm. kind of goes both ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, now on to the meat of our podcast, Midsummer and History. Yeah, I'll start with the history. Mm-hmm. We have Midsummer, also known as Summer Solstice, Litha, and St. John's Day. Litha is celebrated on the first day of summer, which can be June 20th to the 22nd. This holiday is one of the eight Sabbaths and is pagan in origin. This is the longest day of the year where it seemed the sun would stand still. From the Latin word solstitium stems the word solstice and is where the name of the celebration came from. Solstice literally means the sun stands still. Hmm. Yeah, so they kind of felt like that's what, what would happen mm-hmm. on the longest night of the year. Cultures and history. Many cultures celebrated this holiday in one way or another. In Greece, Litha was considered the beginning of the new year. In ancient Egypt, the rising of the River Nile would occur around the time of midsummer, which I imagine would be something worth celebrating. They associate it with the growth of the plants and crops and used it to help predict these floods. In Celtic tradition, there were bonfires lit on hilltops. As they burned, people would jump over them, hoping to gain some luck and boost the energy of the sun to create a better and longer growing season. In parts of Europe, a large wheel would be set on fire and sent rolling down a hillside heading towards a body of water. Wow. Yeah, it's taking some chances there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here, the polarity of land and sky, fire and water, were thought to be in a place of balance. At this time, it was considered that the space between heavens and earth were to be honored. The process of lighting the wheel on fire and sending it down to the water was a way of preventing drought in the coming season. Interesting. Romans connect this time to Juno, also known as Juno Luna, the wife of Jupiter, who was also the goddess of women, birthing, menstruation, and patroness of marriage. This is where the name of June stems from, and in part why so many weddings are held in this month. Vesta, goddess of the hearth, was also celebrated at this time, and women would go to her temple to make offerings in order to receive blessings upon their homes. The Vikings used this time to resolve arguments in legal matters. In Sweden, Midsummer, also known as the St. John's the Baptist feast, was held on June 24th because the Christians were trying to absorb pagan holidays. They were able to do this with Yule and the birth of Christ using, you know, December 25th to absorb it. Mm-hmm. But it's said that St. John the Baptist was born six months prior to the birth of Christ, and this made it easier for them to connect the pagan solstice holiday. Mm. So once again, winning them over. <laughs> yep. Yep. China connected solstice to the yin, feminine force, celebrating it, the earth, and femininity. In Native American cultures, this is a time to celebrate the sun by doing an annual sun dance. The Sioux did the dance around a tree while wearing symbolically colored clothing. Superstitions of old. The lighting of bonfires and wearing of garlands made of flowers and herbs 
was also connected to the solstice, magic, and the banishing of evil spirits. One of the herbs used is known as St. John's wort, which was named after this festival, St. John's Day. It was thought that the maidens would be led to their husbands-to-be by the lighting of these fires. Also, the ashes from the fires were considered to be sacred, since they would guard from misfortune. Many would use them in their gardens to ensure a better harvest. This is when magic was seen to be at its strongest. Midsummer, as you can see, has many traditions associated with it, several of which are connected to good fortune, growth cycles, and fire. That is the synopsis of the history, mm -hmm. and let's go on to what is now. Modern Midsummer or Litha. Litha is normally held between June 19th and 22nd on the summer solstice, otherwise known as the longest day of the year. It is a celebration of the sun and the year in its fullness. This is a time of flowers, fire, and getting married. It is considered to be a good time to harvest herbs, as they are at the height of their power. Fire at this time is thought to celebrate the sun and its power, so it is a good way to honor the time. Midsummer is a popular hand-fasting day also. Hand-fasting is a different kind of marriage ceremony that is becoming more popular among pagans. This is the part of the year where the goddess is heavily pregnant and the oak king is at the height of his power. This is also the time where the Oak King and the Holly King fight for supremacy. The Oak King, who rules the Waxing Sun part of the year, loses at Litha, or Midsummer, and the Holly King, who rules over the Waning Sun part of the year, takes over till Yule. That means that the days will be getting shorter and darker. Good colors for this time include gold, green, orange, red, white, and yellow. The element is fire, and symbols include bonfires, sun wheels, flowers, birds, butterflies, and bees. The deities celebrated at this time are usually associated with the sun, fertility, animals, the fae, and hearth. Fire magic is empowered at this time, so candle magic is a great choice. Celebrations in other countries include Midsummer in Sweden and is held on a weekend between June 20th and 26th. Instead of bonfires, though, a maypole is decorated with leaves and is erected and then people dance around it. One of the reasons why they don't do the maypole earlier is because decorating it with leaves was harder at that time because there wasn't really a lot of foliage because it was still like winterish. And so they pushed it towards midsummer where there's actual leaf. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah. The Inti Raymi Festival in Cusco, Peru is held between the 22nd and the 24th of June. It is a celebration of the Incan god Inti, whose name means sun. It is celebrated with music, colorful costumes, and sharing food. Midsummer at Stonehenge, England, UK, is held on the solstice and is one of the few times a year people are permitted among the stones. People will get there early enough to see the sunrise framed by the stones. Yeah, and I think there was once a belief that that would show the angles of the sun would show the time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's like a specific set of stones that are, um, like that sun, sun rises between in the solstices. Yeah. The Jani Festival in Latvia is held around June 23rd and 24th, creating floral wreaths, staying out in nature, singing and dancing in the traditional forms, drinking beer and eating Jani cheese are a few ways that Midsummer is enjoyed here. 
The Summer Solstice Indigenous Festival is held in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada on the solstice. A traditional powwow, food, drinks, and family activities are held to celebrate. It includes the cultures of First Nations, Inuit, and the Metis people. Cool. We thought we'd switch it up today. I have asked Sylvia to take over on the tarot today because, well, she came up with a great interpretation that I was failing to see. I just feel like it. you'll do it more justice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Here she goes. Tarot for today is the Six of Challenges, also known as the Six of Swords. There is a woman up in a tree surrounded by hungry-looking wolves. I get the sense that this card is talking about not taking on too much and getting over your head, as we often do in the summer months, because of all the sun. Have you been saying yes to too much to please others? Also, steer away from shortcuts you aren't familiar with, as they may prove a bigger hassle than just doing it the regular way. The tried and true way seems your best option right now. To bring it together with midsummer, this is a time when the sun's power begins to wane. You too should be mindful of how much energy you're putting out and not going beyond those limits. Instead of using shortcuts to deal with what's on your plate, use the powerful word no. I know it isn't easy, but you will be rewarded with less stress and more energy if you do. I read that through prior to us starting this, and I really like that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, just a heads up. We're having some trouble with our new hosting site, and we are no longer able to put our full podcast notes in there. Uh, it'll only be a summary that you're going to be finding there. However, our full notes can be found on our WordPress site. We will put the site address in our summary. We'll have it ready for you there. Please rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you found us. Also, come join us on Facebook and Twitter. We'd love to have you, and we'd love to have your feedback. Yeah, we're going to be starting a new season soon enough. Yeah. And we are hoping to work with some of the things that we've heard from various sites we've gone on, questions that have come up, and some other things we've managed to wrangle up. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully some nice surprises for you. I hope so. Anyway, we're enjoying doing this, and we would absolutely enjoy your input. Yes, for sure. Okay, I'm Tatiana, saying goodbye for now. And I'm Sylvia, saying so long, and thank you for writing with us. This has been Powered, Powered by, by Magic. Magic. Thank you, guys. Thank you.